Hello and welcome to the Loot Cabal podcast. This is episode 32. This is a very special episode because this coincides with our Valentine's Day special. Last year, we featured the Telugu movie Arjun Reddy. And this year, we've gone to something supremely saccharine and probably one of the biggest hits of 2018, the Tamil movie 96. On the pod, we have, again, a very diverse set of people. We have the usual members of the, of the podcast, myself, Max Da Vinci, Adi, Deepak, and Ananta. And then joining us is Krupa. She, she's been on the pod almost after a year. And our very special guest, the voice of Janu, playback singer, dubbing artist, social, <laughs> social activist, and also entrepreneur, Chinmay. Hi. Welcome to the pod, Chinmay. Hi. Uh, can we not call me a social activist, please? Because I, I don't know. I, I think it's it's giving myself too much of a tag. Really not on ground or doing anything. I'm just talking on Twitter. This is episode 32, which is coincidentally a multiple of, of uh, 96 is a multiple of 32. And therefore, we have a slightly different format. <laughs> Because this time we have the opportunity to go behind the curtain on 96 because we have someone who's worked closely with the movie. So Deepak, take it away. Thanks, Max. Before we get into talking about the film, I wanted to get a little bit of background from Chinmay. How was the project pitched to you? Uh, Was it always Prem Kumar's idea to have you be the primary female voice, both in the album and the film? Uh, Would just, you know, it'll be always, it's, uh, it's always helpful to get a little bit of background context uh, when we have someone so closely related to the film on the pod? Um, so, 96, I think when uh, he was looking for one single voice for both the female lead and to sing all the songs, that was his um, vision, I think, when he started out. So, he he started attending some concerts to see who can fit the bill. What just happened was that he, uh, you know, he attended the My Mirchi concert with Govind Vasanta. And thereafter, he reached out to me and he said that, you know, I'd, uh, I'd like to come and uh, give you a narration of the film. I said, why would you give me a narration? And I was actually a little weirded out because uh, nobody really gives a narration even to a dubbing artist. They don't give a narration to a singer. Sometimes we don't even know the film, the name of the film that we go uh, record for usually the the dubbing we kind of have an idea as to who the uh, you know artist is and what the film is when we actually go and see it on screen but when it comes to singing it's usually the one of the first things that get, gets done and we hardly you know have any idea as to what this is for me i found it i was a little worried i asked my husband what is this what is this narration business why is he giving it to me you know, full se- full doubting happened, second doubting and second guessing as to why am I important? Why is this happening? What am I do, supposed to do? Why am I, how do I react to this? And Rahul was like, you're just being, I mean, he said, why, what, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with listening to narration? I think my biggest worry was, I didn't know how I was going to react or respond to somebody giving me a narration. I was listening to this entire two and a half hour narration for the first time. And I didn't know, I mean, what if I don't react the right way and then they get upset and then, you know, I guess I was thinking too much also. And then he said, please don't worry, I'll I'll just come and tell you the story. And he did. And I I really liked the film, um, the way he narrated it. And then I think he kind of took the film forward way better than how he narrated, which is why I realized that sometimes, you know, when my husband says, you know, sometimes some people narrate uh, a movie in a certain way and then when it gets made it looks 
some you know different sometimes it can be taken uh, negative connotation and as long as you know 96 is concerned it was completely positive and i i, I really loved it i i loved that film i mean um, as much as i loved uh, vinay tandivarwaya i'm wondering like at least in our uh, industry you need to look for like did, did you look for actresses who can sing like i don't think you would have even started there I'll chance liye i think yeah. um, you know if i really wish you know that was how it was bhanumati ma'am i think she was the singer the actress composer everything that she she did everything i think this actor singing kind of ended in a in a era a very long time ago because i think these people they all kind of transition from theater to film now people land directly in film la so you didn't yeah. have to sing and the kind of theater that existed then it was a lot like natya sangeet people had to sing and dance and say their lines mostly in the theatrical plays and you know uh, historical uh, mythological characters so in the yakshagana types also natya sangeet yakshagana all of the and those traditions still continue definitely um but i think that's why you know your tyagaraja bhagavatar and all these people used to be singing that many songs on stage and hence i, I think movies of that era also had those 12 songs 15 songs also from there it came down to 10 to then 6 and now it's like what 4 to 5 or depends on how they want to go about doing it and this actor i mean forget actor singing for themselves actor dubbing for themselves eh konda romba i mean of course yeah, it become is. better and <laughs> yeah, i i'll tell you why because i think um, the general audience has an idea as to how the girl should sound that she should sound high pitched she should sound uh, sweet cute bubbly this this you know this typical cinematic world word called bubbly right <laughs> she has to be effervescent all the time i mean who is who is a genelia all the time right and most of us women have voices like us and we we don't do ha 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 hasini all the time but and though, which is why i think these characters exist in cinema and not in real life where the girl actually has no substance except to, the only i think um, janma sapalyam role for the character of a female in 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 the in in a movie here is to just prop up the hero and to sing his glory adukku mela onume illa avaru evlo periya avaru nalla avaru valla avaru ellam therinjavaru nama naata vandu kaapaatha povaru eppadi vena achikalam for example right it could it could be my street it could be it even or it could even be this guy who is the only greatest singer and dancer in the whole world appadi kuda irukalam but by default every movie almost i think kind of revolves around the main character which is usually male interestingly i think in 96 mari films i think or even a vtv because i think these two i have been very very uh, you know involved with i would say there aren't too many people who actually you know go ahead and uh, say the story from the female's point of view she never gets a chance to say why she did what she did she doesn't get the screen time to say it and even if she does they edit it later so that she never gets the chance to say it. uh you've done the voices of uh, jesse and janu yeah. uh two, two of the most uh, memorable characters in recent times i uh, interestingly jan jesse is not even recent it's it, it's been 10 years if you would see so it's taken trisha to get a janu after 10 years yeah we have yeah. A, a film to say that hey here is somebody who um who has uh, so much screen time um 
and importance as a character forgets screen time i mean a girl can just be there you know probably the entire 2 hours of the film and not say a word i have seen and been a part of movies like that as well but that's how it is between jesse and janu there is like a 9 year gap la you see it also starts to affect your uh, the process by which you make the film right there's a reason why don't people don't come and give you a narration because they don't feel the need to because the character is not that important and you yourself are surprised when someone says they want to come and give you a narration <laughs> i thought that was quite uh, insightful no the, uh, uh, you yourself na it's it's never it's never happened i've been i think come february 14 it will be 17 years and technically 19 years since my recording of kanathil muthamittal i don't i didn't know i was singing for a movie called kanathil muthamittal especially considering mani sir's uh, this entire secrecy that used to surround his work at that point in time i had no idea what the film was whether it i was singing and even late and then it became one i started making it into a sentiment okay vanda peru ketta vanda ketinda and padathula varalana why be disappointed you know things like that and from from there and especially kanathil muthamitta nobody sat and told me listen this is a mother who is a refugee child um, and they had adopted her and then she wants idha edume solala nobody even told me i was singing for a mother and i was 16 I had no idea. Even if it's thankfully, if somebody had told me, I would have overthought it. Thank God, I didn't hear any of that. And which is why I think um, there is, uh, at least in makers like you know Rahman sir and Manish sir, I think th- there is some, there is a lot of merit to a lot of weightage to them saying, okay, let's not overthink this. Let's see how it goes instead of loading them with too much information. After that, I said, okay, why take unnecessary, unnecessarily? Idhi un solenga, adhi un solenga. I need to keep on. I need to hear now. So. you know until i used to be recording 3 months ago i used to be telling people that listen just tell me what the emotions are which way you want the song to go don't give me and i realized that i also overthink i i i usually am extremely self critical acerbically actually so that kind of it's it's defeating as long as i am concerned as an artist because i am you know guessing this guessing that uh, you know self pitifying myself so much goes on so with 96 so, also i think this girl when she comes and she speaks and she has these opinions and she says this is why i did not and then finally she she has a chance to explain as to what went wrong then which is something that jessie never says but that's how jessie's character was also made she is complicated okay. the only thing that she says is that i'd rather have you hate me than my parents and that's it so when did you see the film fully like from in the dubbing theater first like Uh, especially uh, so my scenes i didn't see the entire film i saw the scenes that i and uh, trisha was in and i saw it completely in okay. the dubbing theater got it okay so let, let's get to the i mean uh, let's get to sort of the the uh, the emotional value of the film and i want to get the consensus for the other people in the uh, the other people on the pod maybe kripa we can start with you what were your thoughts when you first saw the film in the theater oh in the theater that's a good question because yesterday i watched it on uh, sun next and uh, actually i thought the theater experience was more rewarding because i think this was made for the big screen made to be watched with other people and i kind of get why a lot of people who are not here and who were possibly not watching it were so taken by the movie um that that's my reading of it but i thought it I had a lot of fun the first time around people around me were enjoying it and i think that kind of really contributes to whether or not you end up liking liking it like the last time uh, the whole audience reacted to a movie like this was possibly nadula konjam pakkata kaanam 
and uh, maybe some parts of aruvi when the trolling sir happened so and then it was 96 where people were just like they were really having fun and that's always nice it's interesting right like 96 is not what you would call the traditional commercial film pacing it's uh, organically a, a slower paced film yes. tell me did you get that feeling when you were recording is that the mood of the film the film has a, has had a certain mood from the time it was incepted and from the time this mm. man had thought about it it was not going to be running at the speed where sundar si you know sir makes one ambler right that film doesn't give yeah, yeah, any yeah. it doesn't give you one second to think but that movie was fun rahul actually really likes that film he said on the padam eppa aarambichathu eppa mudichathune therla and it's, mm. it's not like a hari film it's not like a sundar si film and this film had a pace which is what is also reflected in the music i mean when was the last time yeah. that you heard all songs in a movie in a certain pace which were all mellow and which were all of a pretty you know as they call it a sedate pace um, and also yeah. pretty heavy emotionally i can't remember when i really can't all for not one kutupattu no gana a vishal reddy reference has been made and it has not it is not by me <laughs> why <laughs> fair enough <laughs> so no, max is the honorary american midwest vishal reddy fans association guy he he will always bring up one vishal reddy padam in the podcast completely tangentially so this time chinmayi has done it so he is caught free he has escaped <laughs> so yeah sorry adi ananta go ahead i i get repulsed uh, of you about this film being uh, so like it's a recording experience in the theater and you, you can see the joy and you can see the emotions in the audience and i think for some reason in close quarters two films like that came last year like both 96 and andadun had had a very similar experience like that because they involved the audience so much but with respect to 96 i think it's also true that i i, I haven't seen a film have this much of pre-release buzz like 96 in a long long time uh, I, i think when the poster released with all those 90s memories and all those things i, I think it created a huge buzz and people were obviously excited about this pairing and and i think the music went a long 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 way in creating the kind of buzz it did it, i don't think very few films even star driven films did not have this kind of buzz. and then having that buzz and then making it that rewarding you know despite all the pacing and all those things i, I think that that's a huge achievement in terms of uh, direction for prem kumar and again like i saw the film again yesterday and like you can see that there are places where he, he he keeps lingering on his shots like when uh, when um, uh, ramachandran ram is uh, checking out his school for the first time like that's a long sequence that goes on and on and on and and, and but it doesn't it doesn't make it, it doesn't it's not tiring at all and i think i think he's trusted his vision so much and i think that's why he's worked that well Yeah. I, I'd like to say something about that. I made a note of that, and uh, these days I've just been—I uh, mean, I, everybody who reads my column knows I love—I have this problem with rom-coms. I love rom-coms because they have a lot of women, and uh, the basic rule for a rom-com to do really well is delayed gratification, and '96 nails that. Exactly, is- and, and and the and and the other thing. This I think I wrote in my review. The thing—I I don't think the actress. of the film has had this kind of introduction ever i mean the the kind of uh, introduction that trisha gets yeah and it it's built up so well like it's it's not built up in any uh, you know in a very commanding way you just keep hearing about janu you just keep hearing about janu you see the uh, the sense standard janu you you keep you you are with janu so much you know her so much but you haven't seen the other janu at all and exactly. i think 
Govindasnath's music and that introduction shot. There is actually the actors actually gets a you know feet first face later introduction shot and that 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 is so rewarding. Yeah. So uh, uh, Kripa, I I want to tell you that uh, uh, since you love rom coms and all that, mm. you are at the right place because this pod is GRCA central. Park is the Park is the president. I am the co-pasi. So. you're at the right place uh, but coming back to 96 right uh, for me uh, the 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 feels so to speak started with the title right because like all of them in that all the characters in that movie right i am also a batch of 96 i uh, it started there for me because there's so much that i had to identify uh, with the movie and uh, the the school the school sequences are where you know uh, halfway through the movie uh, at the in, at the interval point it, it was very emotional it was i don't i don't feel like that for a lot of movies but uh, at the interval point it was very emotional for me not I, i to be honest with you if you ask me what happened at the interval i don't know but the the first half of the movie whatever i saw it it was very emotional it was very emotional and and uh, uh, there's there's so much in the movie uh, uh, that uh, that sent me back on uh, memory lane <laughs> I, and and the funny part is i i halfway through the movie in the, in, in the interval when i was waiting to get popcorn for my wife i i i was i was tweeting and i said that i had a lump in my throat and the first, one of the first few people that responded was a school classmate that i didn't know i mean i didn't realize that she was on twitter but not it's i had nothing i mean uh, we didn't i didn't have a crush on her or anything but uh, she asked who was it and i my first response to her was was there was no one but do you know who it was for you because every one of us right regardless of uh, 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 what we go through in school we had we had a crush and it it came out very well in that in that movie and like i said be, me being batch of 96 uh, hit very close it bit very close yeah i think the movie like we all have a suitcase of memories right This is not physically manifested in some of our houses. No, I mean my brother used to literally have a suitcase, so I really related to that. <laughs> my brother used to literally have a briefcase like that with all of his things in it for a lot of time. I don't know if he still does, but he used to that. I don't know after the flood if it exists anymore, but if he had one. Yeah, then. the film is strewn with keys to all of those suitcases, right? like it's it's not just the it's not just the inherent storyline but there's ra- like this random things like there's the shot of him pushing the colored chalk pieces off of the board oh. that's something that i've done and it's it, it it's a i could literally feel the checks the texture of the chalk pieces on my finger when i saw that scene because that's 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 like an act that i've done like that is so intensely personal that visual that i mean you're you're immediately there like just like that you're there you're you're ram and you're doing that and you 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 sort of feel the movie right there so that the fact when he goes when he goes back to his classroom and he first sits down in janu's seat on that wooden chair and table that's something i've done i've gone back to school and i've sat in the seat of my crush like it's a, it was an intensely personal film for me watching it in the theater so i watch it in boston and obviously there isn't that sort of opening first day crowd that you would expect in tamil nadu right mm. so i i got to watch it in somewhat somewhat relative privacy and i was i was in tears like for most of the film i was in tears and i couldn't stop crying all the way back home and then i came home and i sat and cried for another 20 minutes like that's that's how personal the film was for me chinmay if you can uh, i would pass 
thanks along to Govind Vasanta and Prem Kumar just for making this film. It's incredibly cathartic to watch a film like this uh, on screen. Yeah, I think uh, one of the reasons also that uh, contributed to the pre-release buzz as you guys are talking about was that that scene where you know Vijay Sethupati the first teaser or whatever came out was Govind Vasanta's violin. Basically, it will be darkness and then Govind Vasanta's violin and then Vijay Sethupati is going about taking photographs, hanging from branches, doing his thing and suddenly, you know, you hear the violins play and you hear only two lines finally, the Kadale Kadale. And then once people started listening to it, pressure was building for where is the full song? I'm like, there was no full song. There was never a full <laughs> song. It was only two lines. So... Uh, you know, Prem Kumar was talking about Yaro, Ingendo, or a distributor, theater owner, phone punny, Yinging, and a Matta song, Epper release pundering and phone pundranga, end up under them, Terle, party, Len, every solidity. Parole, punning a party, punning a part along punny mudchurch, then we went ahead, uh, we recorded one Kadale Kadale again, and um, you know, then Ananda the happened. So, so, so much was going on. So it, it it was it was interesting how you know I actually saw people go nuts for a song which is actually a completely sedate uh, you know melody and I hadn't seen something like that in my lifetime at least as a as a as a playback singer or anything and for me it was very very gratifying because I am anyway slotted as this you know as they call it quote unquote the melody singer right. So we are usually the uh, have been so okay, maybe we'll have a melody, who will listen, who has the patience, right? So that, that kind of translates to even my concerts, my live concerts, because everybody wants to dance, everybody wants to ah, yeah. numbers. So uh, usually people like us, when we you know put together a set list, it's always this, what do we do now? Where do we go for these six, eight songs? Because I don't have it in my roster. So it was, it's mm. been like, okay, so when do we, you know, we, some of us who have kind of, uh, you know, invested a lifetime into learning music seriously, when do we get work? Then I, I had, I realized I had to diversify and do other things if I had to put food on my plate and pay my bills and blah. So it is for me. So did, did I hear it correctly that you said Andadi was recorded later after? Uh, before the movie okay. release, but it was it was definitely I think a couple of weeks, a few maybe something like that before the movie released. Okay, because I I, because I was very surprised because Andadi sort of for me holds the uh, the key to the understanding the film right. The, the Karthik Neta's lyrics are like absolutely fantastic. Uh, oh, that guy is. There's a fantastic lines like the Pravaham ni, Prabhavam ni, like. Uh, and then he he didn't have to, but unfortunately, sometimes for our audience, you have to spell it out. It was very clear, like he he explains it very neatly in one line in, in an interview. He says, So that's why those lyrics are like that, he says. And I think that's ah. like sort of the right sentiment, right? Like the idea that a person who, that's the, that's the psychosis, I think, of, of, of Ram in the sense that he's pushed, he's pedestalized his love so much that it's like almost close to God. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, and it's not something that's alien to our tradition. Like it, it's, it's what, uh, uh, it's what Abhirama Bhattar did. It's what Meera did. It's mm. what Andal did. So it's like, it's not, I think it's a uniquely South Asian tradition to push your love all the way to the level of deification, right? 
uh, I think that, 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 that's something that's also explored in Sufi music. I mean, to look at uh, God as your beloved. Fair enough. So that's if true. you're lo- looking at well. Shringara Bhakti, that's also, you know, that, that uh, I, I, you know, when I sing those lyrics, I see that it's very similar to, uh, to you know, look as uh, at Lord as your beloved, which is where I think our Krishna, as you said, the Andal, the Meera and all your, um, you know, uh, sometimes even a Rashtrapadis. And then you have your Madhura Bhakti where I think this text is also completely sensual. So that is another you know, aspect to, you know, Shringara or Madhura Bhakti or how we go about yeah, you, uh, doing that. You bring up sensual, right? Like that's kind of the, they, they purposely eschew sensuality through the entire movie. Is it thought of it? It's, I think it was refreshing because we have, we have enough, I mean, the, Sadly, we don't have enough sensuousness, I believe. I think there is a lot more uh, in-your-face sort of thing. I don't think yes. So I think this line, walking this line between sensuality and all this was, I think, handled very beautifully even in the, in the 60s and the 70s. It's not as if our films haven't explored those themes at all. Those were the, that was the era where you had a Helen, you had a Silk Smitha, you had, uh, um, and you to the extent that there were, uh, singers that were typecast to sing only that type of songs, right? And the time like in the part, na, even that I'm And the part, na, even that I'm born. Idala, nublaga ganni orla, idala, nublaga gauram orla. You know, the, all that stuff existed. Even when I came in, I remember that one very, very famous singer was criticized for singing an item song. I said, "What is there? It is a song. What does it matter? Avangalna, idala, part, na, you know, anamadri na." So there was always this. Um, uh, this, this, um, you know, again, this deification that you know this is okay for somebody to do, and if you're Sadi yeah. Savitri, this is not okay. But I was, I always admired the fact that the most amount of, you know, as a singer, if you had to look at skill, the maximum amount of demonstration of skill would come from these item songs. I mean, what, mm. I mean, the kind of stuff that Ellar Ishwariyama or Ayasjanakiyam also or. Even, um, especially Asha Khosle, the kind of stuff that she did with all those breathings and those hiccups and everything that she managed, it was complete theatrics. At least now, yeah. I, I, I used to, I, I still tell people that I have a reference point of Asha Bhosle to say, okay, this is how this can be done. But who did she refer, right? When she was singing those yeah. songs. Because I can't Pioneer, think of yeah. anything in that uh, era. She she literally created that when she went about doing this ha 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 ha's and because Yengilkume on the part and Urdaran created a live la part of the game, we report the English. It was, it's, it's brilliant so, that way. So, yeah, so, you know, coming back, so, you know, it doesn't touch sensuousness at all in any space and it is refreshing sometimes to even, and, mm. and why it is also gratifying is that a movie like that which doesn't touch sensuousness at all is commercially successful. Viable, End of the yeah. day, that's yeah. what makes the, the difference. The point is, in the, you, sorry, sorry to interject, but uh, do you say it's refreshing that it doesn't touch uh, sensuousness because people don't want that or, or, or it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an apprehension that people don't treat it the way it should be treated on screen? No, I think um, it doesn't matter to me as long as sensuousness and everything is concerned and how it is portrayed. I don't, I'm not going to be critiquing that or um, because there's always this, this is what the audience want and this is what the makers give us. So I don't want that. But where I feel very, very happy is that a film which only spoke about a boy liking a girl and he didn't know what happened and they broke away and there was no hugging, no nothing. 
I mean, not even that. Very, very. I mean, it was like zero physical contact, right? And for me to see that a film of this stat, this, 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 um, I don't know, this kind of a mood and this kind of a treatment can work with the audience and be a commercially viable film, kind of sets the sets. So he becomes the pioneer for this era. Yeah, ninety-six. So in Telugu, it became like one Pelli Chupulu, right? It became by the time Pelli Chupulu saw, saw the light of day, they struggled and they struggled and they struggled. But now Pelli Chupulu has become a Pelli Chupulu Mari Pada. Abdi narration le apparently some people. You know, start. Until Pelichupulu happened, there was no market. Nobody was even willing to listen to stuff like that. Now, once they see something, somebody will have to take the risk and see that it, uh, you know, it works on screen, then it is okay. Otherwise, chance, now with 96, you know, you'll probably have other people who will be willing to um, probably take a risk and invest in the, you know, the dream or, or the vision of the maker. And thankfully, yeah, so- Prem, I think uh, his... Uh, his um, you know equation with Vijay Sethi, he, he that also was working in his favor to have these two really big artists on on board and especially Mr. Vijay yeah. Sethi, I don't think anybody else could have would have pulled off something like this where I think see the entire scene Padinana Trisha is probably talking and then all that he is doing is only reacting and you're clapping to that guy my God small small yeah expressions that he comes up with which is when I realized how fantastic an actor he is and the half year that was late I said no 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 correct time but he kind of had all of us in splits which is really he has a lot of really good lines he has a lot of really good lines especially when they encounter his students in that coffee shop he's doing so he's juggling so many emotions at once yeah and he allows himself that one second to have his eyes fill up in tears when they ha- when she creates that story that alternate reality where they get together he yeah. allows he, he allows him for one second for like like a few seconds his eyes fill up and then he quickly decides no my students are here he pushes the chair back he stands up he says ellarum kelambu kelambu it's like it's, it's so he's so on the point as an actor in this movie it's it, uh, it's a man who has, who has rea- in reality, he stopped time many, many years ago, but he's, he's living through, he's going through the motions now, but he's also conscious of not alerting people around him that he's going through the motions. It, it, there's so much happening with that character. It's, it's, he, does, he does a fantabulous job. Like, very, very I, I, I think which is why he has this very telling line at the beginning of the film when he's talking about photography. And in the photo, in the time, you know, he says yeah, he's that. trying to freeze right. time. He's trying to he, freeze time with his occupation, yeah. basically. So it's, it's yeah. clear that, you know, he chose something that he wanted to do. And because his life has become like that, he wanted to stop there. And I think the, the really cute way of how these two kids went about doing this really lovely 10 standard, 11 standard sort of a romance and how... I think Mr. Prem Kumar set it up between those two kids also. It's beautiful. I think that is also something so many people related to. Things like that. And that and the and that very sheepish grin that you know Aditya has. He nailed that. He nailed that scene. Yeah. The fact that they don't actually say it right outright. It's it's sort of an unspoken agreement with not just the between the two of them, but with everybody in that friends group. Yeah. Who are all, all of those kids are quite fantastic, if you ask me. They're all act they Absolutely. all act really well. 
absolutely yeah uh, i uh, think especially the devdarshni's character you know junior devdarshni which is also played by devdarshni's daughter niyati uh, yeah yeah niyati oh my god i mean she and then once she grows up and they have this uh, you know uh, you know this reunion and then she's like oh, you yo you rendu per enna panudhu enna panudhu and then I, I can the only way i can refer to him is bugs and the, the way that guy yeah bugs uh, is fantastic yeah him and his wide eyed uh, you know shock to ayyo enna nadakkudhu i we had a great time i mean watching all that and and when this girl in the this also these straight lines in between and she this girl who just walks up to a guy and says hello ya epdi irukka aama aamandi ipo ellarum vandu pesunga abadina you don't think murugadas right aadukal aadukal murugadas murugadas that's right aadukal murugadas i think so even if it's like one line that is peppered here and there to other characters even that is very memorable you you remember that and then everybody's clapping to that one line aamandi ellarum ipo vandu pesunga the entire theater erupted Everybody related to that because they wanted to talk and then you know you would always be worried about what will happen if we talk you know this second guessing normal ave poi pesna ipo now it's i guess the 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 era or the general setting now is very different people could talk if they wanted to i guess i don't know how it works these days but uh, yeah so you're talking about you were talking about prem right how does like so how did how did the like how did the experience in the theater, in the dubbing theater work out like is he giving you cues like how is he giving you what emotional quotient you need to bring to the delivery of the dialogues because that can't be easy because you said you're only watching your portions in the theater right for example that scene where she's sitting in the bathroom and she's crying and she's talking between crying like that's probably not that easy to do if you're just coming straight into that scene yeah so when you're dubbing a film you're dubbing it for the for two days continuously usually right usually a okay. film is uh, a general average film gets done in about one day dubbing okay so uh, if it's like a typical commercial mass masala film the dubbing of a film in a female character is done in half a day because that is all that is that is there for her to do she has six scenes and four oh, songs man. your typical uh, i remember doing one um, big artist film i finished uh, i went into hyderabad in the morning i left i took the 4:30 flight so if i had to take a 4:35 o'clock flight in hyderabad which means i had to leave the studio by 2 in the afternoon. so when i said enadhu mudinjucha ah ante abdinnaanga oh seri okay fine abdi solla kalambita so that's all there was adile vande for you to have work to dub for two or three days in a film is super rare irukkarade illa i think which is also why kind of prem set it up for me um, the, he said the reason why i gave you a narration is so that you can stay with janu there is something about janu he said everything from the perspective of janu da for him the film revolved around her that character and yeah she did me, get a pretty central role yeah yeah so and how many times are you going to find one you know usual male actor you know who's not who's worried about his image and his fans and how the general market condition works பாதி பேர் ஒத்துக்க மாட்டாங்க Uh, sent it to me and i said 
and then he said his wife was crying when he when she listened to a couple of uh, these songs i don't know where it was vasanta kalangal or something she was crying or somewhere and then when i saw the scenes it's when you see because the first time he's anyway i know the story it was not something that i did not know about and that kind of helped as soon as i go oh, you're seeing the film it's it's kind of easy to react to what you see on screen because whatever the mm. film made you feel it made me feel as well and then all that i had to do was just bring it out in my voice and that girl jan was basically a soft spoken typical yeah uh you know you know tanjavur type a small town girl who's now yeah of course gone to singapore and all but still she's this uh, she's kind of established that she's a housewife who doesn't go out really yeah stanislavski yeah. says acting is nothing but reacting <laughs> yeah so like you're just confirming that uh, about that dubbing is uh, it to voice acting do you like when you do you modulate according to the like of course you do uh, according to the actress but do you like when you were doing a samantha film after 2 years or you're doing a trisha film again after 5 years do you get something unique to them back to that dubbing or is it you go by the character or how they speak it's usually the character okay. it's always the character if if uh, you would ask me because um i would like to believe that or oh, this is what others have told me because i don't i i haven't watched a whole lot of films to say okay this is what but i think when vtv happened and jessie's voice happened everybody remembers jessie's voice and the way she spoke because gautam anand wanted her to sound a certain way and then uh, he used to dub uh, you know and that i think vtv was something that he used to like dub scene and once a reel was done and edited we used to dub reel by reel and i remember working on that film for over 4 months or maybe more padam release artuk mundina naalla okka correction panitirundom so he was he was somebody who uh, used to say that enna boss pakkathla thana irkinga edhukku kathi pesinga hey nee enna pandreya abadina illa enna pandra keta porom abadina that's when i realized okay we even conditioned to watch people just they technically even two people in love are literally yelling at each other but when you are that close to somebody are you really going to yell saying hey i really love you because all matter when you are this close when you have your face and your face, the other person's face is this close there is no reason to even you know speak sometimes so and even if you do you are breaking the silence by speaking then it's like barely a whisper so he caught all that he caught all those things and then i guess he set this thing in motion where you know the heroine you know started sounding like a normal girl who's not always uh, you know high pitched now uh, the the high pitched effervescent thing now after that i think now you know when you come to your jano he said the prem was very particular about how he wanted the mood of the the scene to be he would only say that illa enakku inno konjam adu divarlam inno konjam emotion ibdi irundha paravalla so usually they they only nudge us in in the direction that they want us to go it's not like enakku ipdi solunga apdi solunga ipdi solli kaaminga abdinalla that is more i think mr gautam anand if you if you just listen to what mr gautam anand says if you can just repeat what he is saying you're good because he's he's fantastic that way he's fantastic in you know getting the kind of work that is required from his artists at dubbing and which is i think when i worked in vtvs when i realized how dubbing can actually make or break a film and how much work happens in the dubbing stage the entire film can get shaped there uh, sometimes or emotion or in, in a, a particular delivery if they did not get it um anga shoot panumbodhu they have a chance of correcting it they have a chance of correcting the mood 
or even completely changing the mood of a scene simply from dubbing and i was like this mm-hmm. is um, that was fantastic because i i never had a chance i think to be completely immersed in a film as i was with vtv and then i think a lot of my perspective changed because i as i told you for almost 4 months or you know every every other day we used to go do a scene redo a scene and thirupi poi paapanga also i think no other dubbing <laughs> artist has spent uh, that much of time in any film also that is also true but for me it was a ama vtv it was it was a great learning right. experience at the time and enedi itna naal pora dubbing ku and basically and pona or rendra naal work da but we we did it for a very long time and it was a technical challenge for the engineer to also mr mahesh um, at that time who recorded me to because the entire film have i literally sp- spoke barely above a whisper even if she was angry she would mm. grit her te- teeth and never raise her voice so, <laughs> so actually that, that's a connection point to that's a connection point to janu right because yeah. uh, janu also janu is you mentioned that she sort of a small town tanjavur girl but she's mm. actually i thought she was actually surprisingly assertive uh, kripa did you get the same feeling or was it just uh, that's how uh, i think girls I are i think that's how girls are and i think it's never been captured before that age girls are more assertive and i i mean you guys may were teenage boys right when you shy and like i feel like at the, i think i think girls are a bit more adventurous when they when they're younger and then kind of beaten out of them like later in life they just make force to kind of a lot of girls i knew were just like this like that i used to be in awe of when i was an adolescent where like all these guys obviously like the loser who had no boyfriend in school but like my best friends and all it used you used to just be shocked i used i was the devdarshini of my class it was like oh my god i can't believe this you two are dating that even allowed and the mother is this and there were a lot of girls like that who would who would, who would just be like you know out there in your face and and they, it was part of that coed face and it has never been captured before maybe some in some bardiraja movie earlier uh where he dealt with this adolescent romance and stuff but i think i think people don't know how to write girls also right frame probably i don't know his he obviously this has come from some real life inspiration i think i'm i'm guessing uh, yeah he, he said it was inspired by these two other people they had a re- reunion and then i think they were talking about what would have happened and then i think he kind of borrowed from a lot of real life incidents that he'd seen mm. through life exactly and, and the, the fact also, that he also came from a small town school uh, i think he kind of went back to the did he, i don't remember if he said he went to the same school that he studied in i'm not sure about that but i think it's the same same space yeah think, and girls girls in small town schools are also quite spunky i mean and i think because we are in these uh, whatever schools in madras and you kind of uh, don't see that even young girls who come from out of town to colleges here they really like uh, on the what is the other movie we they say the pretty movie that rowdy he is kadalam 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 yeah that they kind oh, of that's a perfect match yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah they yeah, really show good. that they kind of show how these small town girls they come from out of town and they're just like having a lot of fun and stuff like that but for me i also felt like there was i don't know anybody nobody else pointed this out to me apart from me that i felt like there was a lot of east asian movie influences or east asian literary influences like it felt like i was watching i had just read the murakami book before that and felt a lot like watching a murakami novel this is pretty much a murakami hero 
like this real loser of a guy i mean i'm sorry to say this but we just have to be is a bit of a loser if you think about it at the end he's never had a guy. yeah yeah in the sort of material world he is yeah. absolutely a loser yeah, he's absolutely yeah. a loser yeah yeah the exact kind of guy who's the hero of like a murakami novel like south of the border west of the sun or uh, maybe some kind of whatever right kind of also felt like some of these hong kong cinema that shot where uh, you know they're both standing in the balcony and then there is like a, you get a picture of that full tall building i've never seen that in tamil cinema you know where, where you have like this two people who are just lost in this huge building scape that sort of that sort of stuff well there is all this whatever he is ramachandran and ekapatni viridan and all of that there's also this ஒரு I think that's possibly what you can say like he's not a stalker and he's not going to, I mean there is obviously a marked difference between the usual stalkers like that guy she assumes there's one guy who's stalking her and uh, so there is a difference between who Vijay Sethupathi is to her or Ramachandran is to her and the other stalker is who's stalking her without her so I mean if you think about it at the end of the day both of them are stalkers one of them could have just come out and met her at some point so I feel like Arapravi but uh, it was actually that's again a very murakamiest thing i i'm sorry i'm saying this but this is a repetitive thing in his books of this guy who's like in love with this girl that he's met long ago and then he's shadowing her and then they kind of get to meet these are all like recurring themes in his work probably you have to ask prem kumar if if he's read murakamiest written in so chinmay do you know he, he uh, i haven't asked him but he is he is definitely a pretty well read man and uh, also the wildlife photography influence that's coming in mm. he has also been a wildlife photographer he's worked with uh, his father in law as a wildlife photographer Mr. Alphonse. So there's so much going on. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he'd read. He seems to be a pretty well-read man. He's such a visual thinker. It's like, it's chock full of like this visual keys that I talked about. Like I talked about the chock scene, right? There's Mm -hmm. another one, like the Bugs' introduction shot, right? He's (laughs) sitting on the bathroom uh, and the front the his, his basically his privates are covered by an out of focus bucket with some clothes in it <laughs> i was laughing at the theater and i was laughing when i rewatched it recently also it, it, it that's a that's a purely visual sense of humor right like there's no words like the words are completely unrelated to the humor in that scene because what he's doing is he's sitting on the toilet and he's picking up the phone and he's talking to janagaraj <laughs> like the, the, you're laughing for nothing related to what he's saying to janagraj because it's hilarious that's a just a completely hilarious sort of yeah shot so i i i i really 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 sort of in love with the sort of visual of this visuals of this film yeah but i also think devadarshini deserves a lot of credit for actually i think she kind of also is she becomes the she and bugs are actually like us inside the movie and yeah. they're watching the movie with us and devadarshini is just such an underused artist and she's so she's so good she was good in the telugu movie also and she's really amazing in this movie so she's a fantastic actor i th- i don't think uh, every- anybody has really explored the full potential of what she can uh, 
bring on absolutely you know, yeah. screen so that's that's something i i, I just i think that way uh, we actually got to see a lot more of devdarshini than her token you know supporting yeah. actor sort of a person in this movie correct yeah yeah it so was... that was nice yeah. yeah this is not a hero or car role right like, yeah exactly <laughs> so <laughs> i have a reco so uh, since you are talking about devdarshini i'm a big big fan uh, and uh-huh. uh, i recommend that people go watch ramani versus ramani binge yes. watch it on youtube please go yeah. do that i do it all <laughs> <laughs> the absolute best. Yeah, oh wow! Yeah. I, I I didn't know about this. What is this? A TV series? That's a yeah, Sun TV a, thing, right? It was yeah, a yeah. Malachandar uh, sitcom, right? From uh, yeah, yeah, from the nineties, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's on YouTube. Yeah, Marma Desam was a breakout role. I mean, that has no comedy whatsoever, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's why that's why uh, a contrast between Marma Desangal and uh, uh, Ramani versus Ramani will give you her range, yeah. complete range. I mean, she's she's underused. Yeah, definitely. I, I've been I've been seeing I've been saying I hope somebody uses her really well. I hope so too. Uh, did you dub with her, Chinmayi, or the like? Is dubbing also sort of like everybody does dubbing their own? Dubbing is solo. Everybody does their own thing. Wow, I just I I don't know. So I, I'm a huge uh, Raja fan, and all my sort of things of recording is like huge uh, bandobast of people in one uh, in one sitting in one place in Prasad Studio recording. So every time I hear this individual piecemeal thing, I I I'm like very surprised how people deal with sort of emotional continuity and things like that. So sorry, I keep, if I'm keeping, I if I'm asking the same question again. No, the, I I don't blame you because I think people have had that very romantic notion of how recordings happen, but that's not how recordings have been happening for at least. I would also probably speak for the nineties. I think, you know, Adalam poetry, a poor poetry. I have no idea. I think our only way of knowing or working with a huge orchestra is when we get to sing in an Ilayaraja concert. You know, if on the when we, you know, probably come to the US and we want to bring our own band, they say the minus track la padam budi man ke pange. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Don't you understand? There is something that musicians bring on to the stage, and people. I understand. Mm. I guess people don't pay money and so, so stuff like that, and people don't want to invest in watching a spectacle like that, or even uh, they are not even ready for an oral experience like that. Where do you see like sixteen-piece violins? If Korea, 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 they're not going to be enough artists to even play that number of uh, play those songs. I think there'll be very few violinists left. So that's kind of sad. Yeah, you, and you see, you know, each time that you sing like a Raja sir song on stage, and these violins just enter, then it's 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 a lot of. it's it's a very ethereal experience yeah it's very different you kind of live it's i don't know i think that's the only way that we get we can get some sort of a feel from an era that's gone by so back to 96 we were talking about some of the we obviously have to go back to ilayaraja because he's almost a character in the film mm-hmm. uh but speaking of the other characters i thought all like every single person who appears on screen except for maybe that the hotel receptionist who comes for like you know a second giving somebody the key like everybody has a, a sort of distinct personality right like uh, and the continuity carries from the young age to the old age not like all of those characters like for example uh, murugadas the the young kid who plays him if you watch him in the who if you watch him right his pants are always designed different from everybody else He uh, he has a he has some white studs or something on top of his pant pocket. He, his uniform pants are always different from everybody else's. Who has the sort of the standard straight pockets that come down their pants? And, and, and clearly, he's the class clown. 
mm-hmm. which is he's trying to he's the guy who's like wants attention and he's he's like cracking jokes all the time and he's continues that like even in the whatsapp group he's the one who's making jokes right and he's also the one who gets that line that chinmay talked about earlier school alla vandu pesave pesadinga di he's the one who gets that line also so there's a fair amount of consistency in the building of those characters in bridging them from the their sort of young persona to their older persona who who was everybody sort of like non trisha non vijay sethupathi favorite character in the film i think this uh, the scene where this boy i think the younger satish right when he realizes these two have something going on when this girl janu comes and just uh, whacks a notebook on uh, ramachandran's head in classroom this guy just watches this girl and then he watches him he turns looks this side and that side and then it's like realization dawns on him and that boy killed it in that scene dey solla ve illa abdina and it was not just words that guy showed it in his face until then it it's literally like a ton of bricks falling on his head he just he sees it then for the first time and that boy did a great job that boy unbelievable stuff yeah really really good yeah i thought it was devdashi and the daughter devdashi was they were both really good and even her lines some of the things that you sort of normally only hear at home no like kala ella vinna vinna na veliki vishayam like that something uh. like Other. Yeah, and her daughter has a great line. So when Ramachandran asks her where Janu is, and he says he doesn't know, Ramachandran says, "Na adi pa." He's like, "Ah, yankai poo purchi trukuma." Yeah, it's a great, it's a great line. It's a, just a great scene uh, in yeah. general. Uh, Adi Ananta. Uh, for me, yeah, it's mostly the exchanges between uh, Devasmi and Bugs is quite funny. Like the phone call, and then Bugs pretending to be talking to someone else. <laughs> and 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 take the timing in the scene where uh, Janu asks her asks her very politely asks her to leave and then yeah. she comes back and he's like phone <laughs> she gets the timing right so well so since adi is already uh, mentioned devadarshi and bugs right character that kind of uh, hit very close to heart for me is actually janakaraj the watchman because i mean Kaval i don't Daiva. i was uh, going to say that Daiva. correct because i i don't know about you guys man but uh, uh, we had one uh, a nepali watchman and we only knew him by his name standard uh, which is which is probably the standard name for all uh, nepali watchmen that we have right his name was bahadur that's all we knew but um, every year in the school annual day function right uh, or i th- uh, they used to call him up and you know give him something and he used to get the biggest cheers every single time mm-hmm. and uh, his reaction or his his interaction with people always used to be conflict like people coming late wanting to get into class or or you know peeping people wanting to scoot away in the middle of the you know the school day to cut class and leave it was always conflict between him and the students but for some reason every time he came uh, on uh, stage to get to get this you know uh, a cash prize or whatever uh, during the school annual day function he used to get the best cheers so in that sense right uh, i am guessing the uh, the relationship i mean i even though they show him uh, being as a confidant of uh, uh, the junior ram uh, i am guessing that he would have some people that he always had uh, some fighting going on with even though the school children he was like you know the super adult is there but uh, that character you know i absolutely loved yeah and there's tremendous value to casting someone like janakaraj right he has all like 
like Be- Janakaraj is not just Janakaraj. He brings along with him all of the characters that he's played on screen before. And so naturally, the audience also has a connect with yeah, Janakaraj. Like, this is the main reason for casting both uh, Krishnan and uh, Janakaraj. Kavita Ale Krishnan. Oh, yeah, Marbur. Krishnan. Yeah, yeah. Kavita Ale Krishnan in the, 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 yeah, the, at the salon, who's yeah. also fantastic. Yeah, I like so both I, of those I want guys to talk- a lot, actually. <clears throat> You're setting the movie in the 90s. Mm. And so Janakaraj is a hark back to the 90s because wait uh, around around that time is when you had uh, Basha and all as well Basha was 94 right Aburva Sagodaragal Aburva Sagodaragal through Basha is probably his peak right so yeah, yeah. but 96 is around is, is around I think when Basha came out yeah, yeah around the time yeah, 94 around. 96 yeah. yeah so that's why it's a very good hark back casting Janakaraj in that role and uh, like Ananta said for me also, I like that role also because, so at the starting of this podcast I used the word saccharin and uh, Chinmay was asking why uh, so here that's my my biggest problem with this like the reason I've uh, for me I don't I'm not a very big fan of these Punidamana Kadal kind of uh, overtly sweet puppy love stories um, despite being a member of the GRCA but uh, for me the reason why I like this movie is again I've seen this movie only once but I still remember I still have, remember all the feelings that I had when I watched this movie. The reason why I liked it is even though it is, you know, like a supremely sweet puppy love kind of story, which is why even though uh, Krupa said, you know, he's talking, but because it's a cute type of stalking, we don't seem to have issues with him because, uh, because that's, that was my, it was very grating for me to, as towards the end, he starts revealing, he knows every detail he was at her wedding and all that. Like, dude, what the f- But actually that part, I actually liked, <laughs> even though it was stalkerish, but I think the movie needed something heavy there. Uh, because otherwise it was too light and uh, it was good writing. It was very smart writing, I felt. And it kind of landed. It's exactly what you would expect from a movie. I thought in a movie like this, without that, I think you would never have had that kind of an impact. I wanted to ask, did anybody else, I mean, a lot of it was obviously forced because of Ram and Janaki. And there's some amount of whatever, Ramayana references, whatever. I was just going to say that. Uh, yeah. 10 points to Gryffindor. <laughs> No, but like uh, it starts with his exile. Basically, he's in exile. He's just alone in all these forest caves and he's just by himself and everything. But after a point, I felt like I'm just forfeiting my idea that this is actually Ramayana playing out in front of me and I couldn't make the parallels anymore. Like, I, couldn't. I made that parallel, which is why I think in the, not only the naming of Ram and Janaki, also their whole love being this, you know, pure. Uh, love is also harking back to the Ramayana where like, you know, we are so pure, we are so nice and righteous and all that is yeah. coming from yeah, that's there. Why he, he's the Ekapatni who's like basically, I mean, he's any girl's ideal man, yeah, like whatever, he's never even looked at another girl, he's never even spoken. But he's also Ooh. like... Within the confines of Tamil cinema and the constraints given, he's the Ambal in Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's that's exactly that's a line that Janu also says. Your Ambal in Atakatta is Janu's line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a great line, I thought. And are you a virgin? When she asked him, I I I I was really happy. I mean, the fact that she asked him, "Are you a virgin?" and then he mock praise to the Tali. So like, it just completely subverts the Tali sentiment of Tamil cinema and. Uh, you know, this married woman and a man sitting on a bed alone in a, it's just completely pushing the boundaries of what a married woman in Tamil cinema screen can do. It's very subtle, but it's definitely done. Pieces in his house. That's when I started liking the movie because there were so many things and I was, as I was watching, I was like, if this director would have done, he would have done it this way. If this director would have done this way. Because there were so many ways he could have done it, but he mm-hmm. didn't and he held back. 
and yeah. that's why like you know he didn't take, take it uh, he didn't go over dramatic melodramatic even when she sings yamuna um, yatrale and all right he just mm-hmm. comes and you know it doesn't go beyond that he could have he could have taken it way more um, you know deeper and made it more lovidavi and all that but he doesn't that restraint is when i started saying okay now i like this one so let me just say this right like uh, the the scenes post leaving the the salon it's the closest tamil cinema has ever gotten to making a before sunrise or a before sunset yeah when it's just the two of them talking like it's it, they're not saying anything revolutionary to each other it's what you would say uh, what you would expect to say when you meet someone who you sort of had an affection for in a past life but you so often either never get the chance to have such a conversation or when you get the chance to have a conversation you just do the typical high by thing to avoid the awkwardness you so you never have that conversation so to actually see it on scene was extremely cathartic and it like you it's the closest that i that i've see, come that i've seen tamil cinema come to just that that conversational uh, value that's there in before sunset or before sunrise it's the and it is so realistic it is so realistic right you can see those happening like for example like uh, she uh, she changes into his shirt right at that moment you could have brought in that stirring bgm and uh, things like that or when he says you know valdu kalvichuva entering his house again you could have made that melodramatic or the talis where he looks looks at the tali you could have the sad music nothing they're all so tempting and you, you think any other director would have jumped on the gun and said oh, this is my chance to no apdiye kannile veral vittu i can bring tears but he's like no i'm not going to do that and my best thing was that yamuna yatra like i said when that scene was going on i think i messaged uh, you guys like hey, why the hell is she singing when the current has gone but then after that i realized okay he stopped it there but he didn't uh, take it to a crescendo and all that as he could have uh, you sing that live during recording chinmay uh, i sang it during dubbing oh okay Uh, yeah so basically and, that you uh, were dubbing yeah. that scene and you sang yeah the thing is also i think uh, why that scene is also important and why she never sings yamuna yatrale i think this is something <laughs> you know he the the scene that scene got edited out she doesn't basically jan was a character does not sing anybody's song except as janaki amma uh, yeah right? oh yeah the with the real janaki right that it's yeah. there on youtube now correct now it's on youtube but the bridge to that yamuna yatrale scene is that scene with esjani gema where they i think post uh, that cafe i think they land up at uh, they are walking and something mm-hmm. and then they land up at uh, esjani gema's house i don't know how how they lead to that i don't know but i remember dubbing the scene so she gets there and she is like and esjani gema romba pidikum so she uh, stands in front of her name plate and she takes a photograph they come in and then they speak and at that scene where esjani gema says that em part mattum illa ella partum paadnu she says and then she sings yamuna yatrale then it would have actually made sense why right no, actually i think it makes sense why now i mean that scene would have just you know i think it would have got a sort of spoon fed the whole moment i think her not want her making yamuna yatrale a very private moment between them i think has more impact than you know singing in a stage where he's it's more like a fan request or something like that I I agree. I think that's why I edited it out as well because it maintains the sanctity of the song saying that you know this song is only for him where she also somewhere in you know has reserved this song only for him. Also did Prem uh, uh, give any reason for all the Raja's songs 
having only the charanam and never leading back to the pallavi i think it's uh, it's it's great no to actually yeah i, I actually read it something yeah i read it as something that sort of complements their own romance which is which remains unfulfilled but i don't know if he had any ideas behind it i i don't know i think he should be the right person to answer yeah. that but i i also like the fact that you it, it see it's not a performance it's uh, a lot of us when we sing we don't really when i sing when i, I was singing for friends yesterday at home i just do the pallavi and the charanam and i leave it hanging there it's not as if that finishing is not required sometimes i leave it hanging even on stage you know you have to stop where you you are you know people are least expecting you to stop it gives like one yeah. okay that ended oh okay pipes so that's that's nice yeah. Some, sometimes to stop on a note where most people don't expect you to i i remember a lot of people saying like why is the botany teacher asking her to come up and sing songs and stuff like that but the, again this is again why the movie is so personal to me i i went to school with uh, uh, jayachandran's son dinanath he was in my class he was my classmate uh, mm-hmm. until like third or fourth standard uh by the he kathirundal had just released Mm. and every time any teacher had like a note a set of notebooks to correct or some backlog that they need to catch up on they yeah. would just ask jet dinanath uh, to come up and sing rasa uh, tiurne for uh, like you know to tide the time over for like 15 20 minutes and yeah. like i i have lost count of the number of times i've heard rasa tiurne and dinanath's voice sounds exactly like jaisandrus <laughs> i've lost count of the number of times that that that's happened and so it is very interesting to see a very personal experience for me being debated as whether that could actually happen by people on twitter so I was like no no i I, I, sta- i was uh, uh, you know i studied in a school very much in the city and i think if you were a singer or if you had something that you could do in the class we did uh, both singing and there used to be this uh, it's very interesting because me and my friend actually used to do scenes from this sv shaker's uh, skits right adu cassette la varum ஒரு <laughs> <laughs> all of us who would sing or do anything of course dancing was probably the only thing that didn't happen but singing yeah. uh, in a poetry reading acting ellame panuvanga under 15 20 minutes la i had a classmate in fact who used to sing yamuna artile all the time for the class <laughs> so i uh-huh. kind of had a complete i was like totally i can relate to this she used to be able to sing that only that song well so she would sing only that for the teacher every time so and i yeah. also remember i think in really tough uh, you know when uh, i guess when uh, things were really tough and there was this people were chasing deadlines to finish syllabus and all that there used to be times when all of us in class maybe 9th standard or something would say madam free period madam <laughs> so and actually there would be times when the teacher would say okay parvala ini padipulla free period so we would we would generally just chill in class with the teacher saying this and all of us sitting and laughing and we have done that so i don't know we have had it, it's it's sad if fathers who went to school didn't have this sort of an experience i i also want to add one more point now um, the, the second half of the movie particularly the sequences in his house right um, i think a lot of people uh, on hindsight um, loved it or i mean even here people people talk about it right but all through all through the 
portions where it's just the two of them right uh, there is there is a tension there is a vibe and uh, it leaves viewers like me with a constant feeling of will they or will not will they not yeah. yeah i think that goes a long way to making those scenes uh rather believable because even even ram right for all his you know decisions to stay away with uh, stay away from her mm. whenever she asks him to come closer he's a little taken aback he's he's worried and he's he's his first thought as you see vijay sethupathi reacting is okay oh my god why is she asking me to come closer mm. and then yeah. she has to reassure him saying that boss no mm. this is this is long past us so and then so that tension right i think that goes a long way to making this uh, movie work and yeah. that comes from having to uh, the the leads as well right like yeah. for example the that first uh, meeting of the adult uh, uh, ram and janaki where you know vijay sethupathi is palpitating is like fantastic uh, yeah. now that you see it you cannot imagine anyone else doing that that entire scene is pacing up and down is nervous and oh man that and so when she says janavara and then they freeze to his face and then and then they say to him ram vandaka ram irka and they freeze to her face yeah. i thought that the one scene where trisha kind of upstage with vijay sethupathi i thought her the way she kind of in the theater to watch her face in close up like that as she just abadi sharp as she breathes in and uh, time kind of seems to stand still i think that's one of those really rare moments for trisha also on screen right there. and her, her eyes are searching her eyes are searching yeah. and yeah. yeah yeah she kind of really upstage with his brother because he also does that when they say janavara he they freeze to his face also but i think her reaction was kind of obviously i mean it was longer and better and, and that's how you also understand that prem kumar sees this is her story we i want to talk about the scene where the the college uh, the college sequence where Yeah. we we see what actually happened to ram and then we get the counterpoint later where we see janus wish wishfulness of what might have happened right mm. i think and i i think there's a there is a lack of confidence that drives uh that drives ram's character like in, in the in the in the room right there's a dialogue is like na janu alavukku kalara illa na janu alavukku paadamaaten like there is a sort of there is a sort of uh, lack of self confidence that ram is hiding in his sort of post janu life uh, i and i think that you can see clearly the difference between that uh, in the way that things actually played out versus the way janu wished they had played out basically she's saying she wished he had more confidence yeah uh, and it it will come through very clearly in even the the single simple thing right like the girl who he asked to go give the letter yes yes, yes. he's so nervous he doesn't he even completely forgets to ask her name uh, he, he asked for her name after she comes back right so like unga pair enna vasanthi and that's when he asked for her name uh If no, you think about it, the way he crosses the road, it's very marked. It's very yeah, obvious. He kind yeah, of it, in the middle of the night, you near go under par vayum, basically. Par vayum, yeah. And so he he forgets to ask her her name, and it's almost as if, like, if he had asked her her name, she would have remembered his name when she went to give the letter, right? Yeah. Then all of this could have been averted, kind of thing. I mean, a little bit of confidence goes a long way, kind of. So it, it's demonstrated very. In, in case you had any doubt that it was his lack of confidence that caused this to come to an issue, mm. uh, 
it's kind of clearly uh, or at least janu's perspective that if this guy was just a little bit more confident we could have been together kind of thing it comes through really well in that sort of wishfulness thinking scene the other question that i had or i i or i ask everybody who saw the film and liked the film is would it in any way for example like as a creator prem has a lot of choices that he can make she could have been a single mom right who lives in singapore now and instead her husband kumaran is still uh, or saravanan is still alive saravanan saravanan yeah m saravanan is his name uh, he's still alive uh, would this film have been as impactful if they had gotten together at the end no not at all for me that was the only redeem that was the best thing that happened to me is, is the end how and especially that line she when she says nimmadiya irken right that was fantabulous for me because it breaks it breaks every other thing you're thinking and that's the thing ananta was also referring to right because the movie is flirting with this nervous tension throughout the movie of will they won't they and <clears throat> nine out of 10 times people have ended it with a happy ending of them getting together or it it being revealed that she's actually like a single mother now you know whether separated or uh, for whatever reason and therefore you know they find each other nine out of 10 times it would have gone that way but it didn't and i loved it for that because like i said yeah, i think uh, so the first half of the movie i was like good what is going on but those sequences as it starts getting matured and going to this territory of steering clear of the cliche and all that i'm like dude this guy really got it yeah that unfulfilled thing i mean that obviously created an impact but when i watched the movie again i you you can see that he was always leading there like even if it's going to shock you or going to surprise you or you know sort of uh, going to make you compliment him for uh, having made that decision i but i don't think you can you will see that, that that's a you know that's a that's a decision that he had to make i think he was always leading there right from the time he wrote his first word i think so but because i had two questions like the first time i like actually yesterday only i had two questions one was uh, Oh, did he finally end up meeting somebody on Bharat Matripuri? Do you think he finally has the confidence to talk to women after this? Or the other question I had was the first time he left, the second time she leaves, do you think there will be a third time when possibly in the future they can come together and they can sort of whatever? Don't, don't, don't give ideas. We make bad sequels. <laughs> no, no. There, there should be no sequel. <laughs> Anybody's hearing? We don't want a 97. But... <laughs> so... Krupa, when you say, is he going to meet somebody on Bharat matrimony? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. I'm not confident. Because that, that's, what, no, that's what his actions show, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think, think, yeah, yeah. I understand that he may not be a changed guy. Just. She didn't, she couldn't believe it when she heard that he had not moved on. Because she thought that she had moved on, right? And she says as much. or she indicates as much because she says she says i have ananta there's an explanation here there's an explanation for that right as you as you sort of grow and mature in your life your definition of what constitutes love changes right uh this is i mean this is ob- i'm obviously speaking from personal experience and everybody's personal experience is different but my evolution of love went from no expectation then having some expectation of the person that you love then realizing that it's not expectation it's responsibility right like that's sort of the that's sort of the evolution that i personally went through it, to me it felt like rusha had sort of gone through or janu had sort of gone through that 
spectrum of experiences. And so she felt responsible towards the person. She wants to fix what she saw as a sort of misstep or something. However, clearly Ramachandran has not made that progression. And he, it, it's, he doesn't even understand why, what is she trying to fix? Like, he doesn't even get that. He's like, why are you setting up a Bharat matrimony account for me? Like this, so I, I completely, to answer Kripa's question, I don't think he's going to find somebody for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, my sense is that he doesn't even know what she's trying to fix. He doesn't understand what the issue is. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that is what leads, uh, I mean, that's what makes the film devoid of any physical contact, right? I mean, if, if there was some kind of, uh, if they didn't have, if at least one person didn't have that, kind of a responsibility or that kind of a feeling, I think it would have gone into that phase. Like that's what, like we spoke about it and we sort of regretted why there was no physical contact and there was no physical attraction. And I think, I think when, when that, that's a thinking of these two individuals and I, so I think there, there was no other logical end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and on some level she also realizes that, I mean, there was nothing there. It's not, it, they were just like some yeah. bunch of kids and she is now an adult and she has a child and she's married and Kind of like, I think she kind of gets that maybe he doesn't, I don't know, he lives in his own head, but I'm sure she gets it. <laughs> the uh, Govind uh, Vasanta's uh, re-recording, I mean, we spoke about the music, but the re-recording in some pieces was fabulous. Like um, <clears throat> when um, you know Ram is coming in, you have this piano moment and in the school, there is a flute uh, thing that comes in. It is... Yeah. It is yeah, it just cuts through everything and uh, you just, you know, are uh, lifted somewhere else. That was nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's very reminiscent of Kalayil Dinamum Kanvital Nan Kaidurum Devadayamma. So that, that's the sense that I got from that because you, uh, specifically the line that the tune reminded me of is Anbindraleyamma. That, that, that piece is specifically that line is what uh, it reminded me of. It was really, really well done because it made me feel like you're returning to the seat of your mother, uh, which is what the school is kind of for him. Uh, so it was a very, very good experience. Govind, yeah, Govind Vasanta's background score work was really, really good. And even the reunion, right? It goes into this waltz. Um, uh, the soundtrack goes into the waltz. And it's interesting because the waltz, you know, as a dance is, you know, when two people are uh, going around it and it's, it fits perfectly because that's when um, Ram and Janu are having that uh, uh, interaction as well. No, I mean, the lyrics, I found it a little bit different in this movie. I don't know if it was a deliberate call. It's completely new words, completely like the kind of things that you don't hear in Tamil cinema at all. Uh, all like, yeah, yeah. Tapangal, Tapangal, Rupangal and all. Yeah, kind of sli- no, slightly no, Sanskritized it. Tamil, I felt like the kind of almost like Malayalam, a uh, lot of the words. There's a sp- very specific image that I really like from the lines. I, I think this is Uma Devi's lyrics. Um, uh, I think from uh, Iravingati Vai. Kalam Iravin Puravi Agada. It's mm. a, it's sort of, it's a, it paints a wonderful picture of night riding in on a horse. Uh, but also <laughs> there's this, uh, uh, in Tamil they call this Muran. Because mm. time is moving forward, but your memories are moving backward. Like you're reminiscing past memories. So that, that sort of imagery is so, it's, it's something that you can accomplish only through poetry Uh, and to accomplish it in the cinematic music form, 
really really i think both kartik neeta and uma devi have done a fantastic job on the lyrics of this for this film like really add a lot of value to the album as such and to the film as well i think overall experience yeah, uma devi is quite brilliant i think i think she has a phd yeah. in tamil and and she's a big scholar also she writes really good poetry Shinme, anything you would like to add in in terms of sort of working with her? Was she there when you were recording the songs? Uh, no, actually, neither lyricists were there uh, when I was recording. Um, so also, Uma Devi, I think, is a, like a working professor. So she her timings are kind of fixed. She can only come and ah, go at a certain um, times. And um, yeah, I didn't see Kartik Neta either. Uh, actually, I think I. met kartik neta much later at a different setting i haven't really seen him before that in my life either and uma devi <coughs> i met her at the 96 uh, this initial press meet that we had with the press and all that so it is quite nice it will be nice to you know sit and talk to her i think there are a couple of interviews that of her where she talks about her work and how she's gone about doing uh, everything and her beliefs and thoughts and stuff like that Yeah, I really hope that folks use her more and more. Like Tamara is obviously great. Uh, yeah. It would just be great to have more voices like her and like uh, Uma Devi, sort of writing actively, right? It's just yeah, helpful. yeah. Uh, all right, I think we've like really, like really gone through a lot of the the details of '96. Chinmay, thank you so much for your time. Thank uh, you. Great having you. you on. That was our episode. Thank you for listening to the Loot Kabal podcast. This yet again, this was our super fun fact uh, episode on ninety six. We'd like to thank Chinmay for making time to be on the episode. Krupa with her thoughts always articulate. Thank you for being there, and all the other members of the pod: Deepak, Adi, Ananta, and this is myself, Max, signing off. See you again next time. Yeah.